0: Hello, 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 hello! Welcome back to episode five, titled "Disappoint in." Um, all right, why did I record this episode? Uh, this this episode is really just to talk about the state of dating. Um, there's two pandemics happening. You know, the COVID nineteen pandemic and then relational pandemics. And during this time I've really just reflected on my approach to dating or what behaviors I typically what 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 words am I even trying to say right now? Um basically how I show up, I typically always prepare for disappointment, and I've always ran from this strategy of hope for the best, ex- ex- what is it, expect the worst. Um, and that's something that I'm trying to unlearn. And this story or illustration of disappointment, is my way of unlearning it. Um, I share some stories about what's happened in disappointment, in um, not to give too much sauce, but also just wanted to make a declaration of me unlearning a lot of preparing for disappointment. And who, hope you enjoy. disappoint was founded by myself in summer 2015, and it was built on foundation of disappointment, unspoken expectations, heartbreak, fear, and lack of communication. It was built to form walls in an attempt to capture my most vulnerable moments, memories, and exercise love in the best way I knew, nurturing and practice. It was built indestructible, built to face disappointment, and no amount could make the foundation crumble. The windows allowed for refreshment and at times clarity, hope. In a moment, I will share stories from inside disappointment. Disappoint Inn holds space for temporary love, temporary commitment, and temporary vulnerability. The inn is known for its corny jokes, cute dates, and unanswered questions. Like, where are we? What is this? What are we? It's a temporary space for you to inhabit my heart. There, you will see that the sheets are crisp, the air is fresh, with a hint of sage. Those before you have been officially evicted and no sight of their comeback. Why is my stay temporary, you may ask? At the inn, my policy is that guests are welcome to stay for three to six months. Anything more would call for a contract defining the reason or request for an extended stay. My earthly creator of my heart once told me, Ama, men, they come and go. So just study them. The right person, the right one for you, will come. So my mission at the inn is to encourage guests to stay at the inn with intention and commitment. And if they feel it's time to go, please pack your things and leave the room as you found it, in perfect peace. Baggage is welcomed and embraced. There is no bellhop available here, so there is an expectation that you carry your own baggage to the room. Reminder that baggage is acknowledged and welcomed. Your baggage is your own. And the hope is that the bags are identified, unpacked in order or bit at a time and allow us to, ident- to lighten each other's load without ignoring the baggage that was carried. One thing though, you cannot leave your baggage here for me to deal with on my own. We either work through it together or not at all. There once was a visitor who stayed for about three months. He was rather impressed by my book collection at the inn and shared his envy for those who could read. In his vulnerability, he shared that he had drowned when he was younger and ended up in a coma. And in that time, he had to relearn how to read, write, and walk. After hearing his story, I knew that I would never take advantage of the fact that I could read leisurely and academically. The young man soon after sharing his stay at the the inn uh, vanished. He left before his time, and I never heard from him again. I reached out and no response. Was it the vulnerability he experienced? Was it the layout of the space? Did he see that there was no room for him? At the end, sh- men, guess I don't know what you want to call it at this point, share with me some of their deepest darkest secrets for some reason. They feel comfortable sharing them with me to know for me to carry. This space is unfamiliar for many and those who come close or through it often vanished soon after. Two years later, I received a text message from a familiar number I had no longer saved on my phone. I have a pretty crazy memory and ability to remember phone numbers of past guests, but I wanted to verify the phone number. So I politely appreciated the reach out and kindly apologized that I no longer had the phone number saved. And the response I received was, Hey, it's okay you don't have my number um, saved anymore, which is good. You enjoy the rest of your day. At the end, some guests choose to come and go as they please and expect me to simply create or squeeze in a new stay when they feel like. But the policy is when you leave, it is vacant, sterilized, reorganized, and the space needs to be prepared for the next person. Oftentimes, there is a silent requirement for me to always keep the light on and keep a warm bed ready for you. And the policy clearly states that you aren't welcomed back. I don't believe the end will always be in business. The hope is that one day there will be a guest who stays long enough that there isn't a need to make a new bed. There is no need to overly explain all the policies and expectations. In order to successfully put disappointment in, out of business, I need to stop preparing for disappointment. I expend so much energy hoping for the best and expecting the worst. It's inhibited me from being in the moment and for asking all the questions I have in fear of being overbearing, nosy, and my favorite rejection. I'm human and I know that I'm not alone in this. The disappointment exists out of overthinking, over planning without real intention. I believe that I'm coming closer to the future closure of disappointment because I've stopped ignoring how I feel about something or someone and someone's rejection of me has nothing to do with the value that I bring to the world. So when men ask me why I'm single still, I laugh to myself and I honestly just want to tell them about disappointment Well, 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 I hope you enjoyed episode five titled Disappoint In. Get it? Like disappointing, but it's disappoint in. Um, you know, just if there's anybody out there that wants to help with um, content strategy and title names for my podcasts, I will take anyone that is free of service. Thank you. Um, but anyways, uh, really appreciate the love for this podcast and hope you enjoyed. Uh, also, disclaimer, this is not a current representation of where I'm at. I believe I continue to grow um, and continue to reflect. Um, but I am taking open uh, requests for my hand in marriage, if uh, you, your spirit feels led, uh, to making a request as such. So, uh, yeah, let, let's not get confused by the current state, but, you know, just trying to share my story and my experience. Okay. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. Uh, don't know what's coming up next, but I'll figure it out. And when I know you all will know, have a great day.